Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in. That was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town. Duck down. Falcons pluck get shut down. Panthers ain't much, ain't touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, eh. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. It's Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Combo with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sports talk from your favorite sports family. What's happening, fam? We up in this thing. Shout out to the Who That Nation. Appreciate y'all for being up in the stream. Much love to the fam. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit all the damn buttons, light them all up. We up in this thing. Shout out to the Great Saint Think Tank. Hit the like button. Appreciate you guys. Hope you're having a fantastic week of uh, of what's going on in the Who That Nation. Man, a lot of stuff popping and twisting. A lot of good news. Some bad news. But, you know, ultimately, a lot of good news is happening. So we got a guest that will be probably more than likely chiming in a little later on in the broadcast. So we're going to keep you uh, abreast on that. He'll pop in as soon as he can. Uh, But anyway, before long, we're going to get into some stuff. I wanted to spend some stuff here by Dennis Allen, get him in here to get his words uh, uh, from the family. I know y'all ain't too keen on listening to Dennis Allen. Uh, sorry, tell, but, you know, usually when he talks about something, we try to get him in there to talk about it. But for whatever reason, I can't get it to, to get together. So I guess it ain't meant to be. But anyway, let's get into some of this other stuff right here, fam. Hit the like button for your boy uh, as we get going in the live stream on this one. Hit the like button. Uh, we start with the Saints injury report at the top of the show, man, and it's uh, it don't look good, you know, for this uh, for this Thursday, uh, a couple of days before what I call Children's Day at Christmas. Uh, nine Saints players listed on the injury report. Four of them are no goes, uh, and it's not looking good for the Who That Nation. Uh, and, and then again, that's not a news flash, is it, family? It's not really a damn news flash. But anyway, Marshawn Lattimore once again was limited in practice questionable uh doubts that he shouldn't even play you know with these three games remain i think they should shut him down marcus may is questionable with the shoulder issue has been a tough season for him chris olave was not playing the entire season on the short week he's listed as out with a hamstring issue ryan ramchek has some rest but he fully practiced this thursday jarvis landry is out and we'll cover more jarvis landry adam troutman questionable limited with an ankle issue Dwayne washington is out pete werner is out with a hamstring issue. He came back and then went back out. They need to shut Pete down, shut him down. PJ Williams, questionable. Uh, he's limited. And Andrews Pete did not practice Thursday, not a good sign. Questionable as Cesar Ruiz went on the IR, Throckmorton in his place. And of course, Andrews Pete dealing with illness is listed as questionable as well. Not looking good for the Who That Nation. Uh, for this one, Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett is good to go. Jadavion Clowney was shut down due to concussion. 
Nick Chubb. We thought he wasn't going to be good to go. Guess what? You was wrong. Nick Chubb foot issue. He didn't practice Tuesday and Wednesday, but he was limited. He is going to play according to reports. John Johnson, a third, the safety is questionable, but everybody else is going to play. David Bell, Betonio, Cooper, everybody else in Joku, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, all of them, Denzel Ward, Jack Conklin, all those guys for Cleveland is going to play as well. So one guy they missing, boy, I wish we had that kind of luck, but it's been a miserable season in the who that nation period. So, uh, you know, it's just, just caught par for the course anyway, keeping it moving. And this is here. Saints, Chris Olave ruled out versus the Browns and hamstring issue. Jarvis Landry is on the IR. He's done. Joseph Zucker breaks it down. Wide receiver Chris Olave will miss Saturday's game against the Browns with a hamstring injury. The team is also placing veteran wide out Jarvis Landry on the injury reserve. With only three games remaining, an IR designation would rule him out for the rest of the season. Olave suffered a concussion in the Saints' 39-32 victory over Seattle. He hauled in 16-yard touchdown pass in the third quarter and hit his head on the turf in the process of completing the reception. And this goes back. You know, they give you a little history on his injury. And, of course, the Saints have high expectations for him. He had a fantastic season. His season is not over. It's still a lot left to be done in the season for Chris Olave, but losing Olave and Landry puts further strain on the Saints offense with the Saints in the hunt for the NFC South title, despite their miserable, stinking, ridiculous, dysfunctional five and nine record. The Saints are still in the hunt of a miserable NFC South. But with Chris Olave ruled out, who's a bright spot in a very dismal season, Jarvis Landry, the insurance policy is, is not cashing in. Well, he, you know, it was up and down for him. Now he's out for the remainder of the season. And, of course, you know what that means. All it means is that the Saints will have to step up and they will have to put some people uh, in there, like uh, Rashid Shahid is another guy that needs to get cooking, get popping and sh- and snapping. Also, you have to look at Kirk Merritt and other guys. Where's Traquan Smith? Where's Traquan Smith? Now, I know I, I'm, I'm saying, can you call it for Traquan Smith? Hell, that's all we got. I mean, <laughs> Where's Traquan Smith? Where is uh, 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 Marquez Calloway? He would have to step up. And, of course, Rashid Shahid. And whoever else we got on the practice squad that can come and lend a hand to the who they need. <laughs> Hell, I might go down there and play wide receiver for them if they need it. But you got Taysom Hill and other guys that they can move around in that thing. So the Saints might have to – I mean, the, the corresponding move to put – uh, Jarvis Landry on IR was to move Kirk Merritt into the into the active roster. So let I me mean, take a look at the practice squad and see if we got any more wide receivers worth a damn on the wide <laughs> that can help out. Uh, let's see. On the practice squad currently, okay, they got Keith Kirkwood there, and we already activated Kirk Merritt and all uh, Kevin White. So Keith Kirkwood is there. So do the Saints go to him? So we'll just have to see. On to the next story, family. This is a good one. Saints, Demario Davis among Pro Bowl honorees. This is from Bob. Shout out to him. Elite New Orleans linebacker Demario Davis earns a much-deserved honor on the NFC Pro Bowl team. This is this is a good, uh, good thing for the season for him. NFL Pro Bowl roster was announced on Wednesday night. The Saints have one player in the 23 Pro Bowl roster, and that's Demario Davis. Earned the first Pro Bowl of his 11-year career. Davis, who earned... First team all pro honors in 2019 had been snubbed several times, and it's good to well, that's a positive that he finally got it in a bad year. 
33-year-old Demario Davis has been with the Saints for five years after spending five with the Jets, one with the Browns. He's one tackle away from his 10th consecutive season of at least 90 tackles and, and is closing in on his sixth straight year of at least 100 tackles. Davis leads the Saints with 89 tackles so far, including nine for a loss. He also leads the team with a career-high six-and-a-half sacks. Davis also has 10 pressures along with one interception and five passes broken up while allowing 62% completion percentage in coverage. A do-it-all defender, Davis is one of the league's best run defenders. He possesses a rare combination of instincts, awareness, and athleticism. He disrupts offenses with his blitzing ability, cover skills, and his ferocious pursuit of the ball carrier. So, you know, and of course, former Saints defensive end Trey Hendrickson now with the Bengals was voted onto the AFC Pro Bowl roster. Hendrickson played Hendrickson played for the Saints from 2017 to 2020 as a third round choice from Florida Atlantic. He left New Orleans as a free agent signing with the Bengals and earning his first career Pro Bowl bid last season in 2022. Hendrickson has six sacks and 33 pressures. The Pro Bowl will be placed will be played on February the 5th in Vegas. It's the second straight year in that venue. This season, there will be a flag football game between AFC and NFC. I thought that's what the Pro Bowl was. <laughs> I thought that's what it was. I mean, damn, you know, they're going to be having a a game of, can you dig that? It's going to be a, 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 a flag football game. I thought that's what the hell the Pro Bowl was. You know, me personally, I, I I would say get rid of the Pro Bowl and just making it an award show, just send out awards or something. You know what I'm saying? That's what I would do because the Pro Bowl really is garbage. It's bunk. You know, guys are not really playing any defense, and it's just like I don't want to see that kind. Of, you know, that's just a low grade of football, man. That you know, if you can't, you know, and and then of course guys don't want to play for real because there's no incentive to guys don't want to get hurt or none of that kind of stuff if that's that's the case just make it an award show you know what i'm saying just make it an award show and just get rid of the actual game because it's meaningless man they've been trying to do this thing with the pro bowl for a while and it's just a bust but congratulations to demario davis for being honored as a pro bowl player man it's been a long time coming wish it was in better a better situation with the who that nation and the team being in uh, better standing than what it is for him to have gotten that honor because this shitty season kind of diminishes his individual honor a great deal. It does because it is magnified when the team is successful, but when an individual gets an honor and the team is bad, you know, it kind of diminishes it a, a, a deal. But anyway, that's some of the stuff going on with the injury report, but con- congratulations to Demario. For getting there. Of course, the Saints meet up with this team, the Browns, up in Cleveland. And let me tell you something, it ain't looking good. Them people talking about 10 degrees and all this kind of stuff. Let me give you the weather report right here. Brr, Browns set to battle each other. The Saints and Browns set to battle each other in frigid elements. Saints will miss their beloved climate control superdome more than on Saturday. He said, baby, it's and it sounds like Reverend Saint right there, baby. It's going to be cold outside, baby. Don't you understand? Listen to me now, baby. It says a bomb cyclone event is expected to drop temperatures in the single digits at kickoff in Cleveland with gusts exceeding 50 miles per hour off of Lake Erie. Are you kidding me? The wind chill will plunge way below zero as the Saints five and nine battle the Browns six and eight. Try to keep their slim playoff hopes intact. In a, uh, a simultaneous, uh, well, a simultaneous test of survival, the test of survival. 
hurdles won't be reserved for play calls. Huddles, huddles won't be. The, but listen, I, I say hurdles because that's what the hell it is. <laughs> it is a major hurdle, a major impediment, because the Saints did run the ball better. And you're thinking because they had the offensive line intact. And, you know, I would say, yeah, we had our five starters together last game and it didn't last long because Cesar Ruiz at the IR in the middle of the week. And now we have Andrews Pete. He's dealing with issues as well. So the Saints are going to field, you know, we'll see what Andrews Pete does. He didn't pl- practice today, which is not a good sign. So we know Kelvin Throckmorton filling in for Cesar Ruiz. What happens with Andrews Pete? Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plans, streams, and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. You know, we'll see. The frigid forecast forced the Saints to travel to, Cl- to Cleveland one day early, which allowed them time to acclimate before taking the field at First Energy Stadium. Even then, it's going to be challenging in polar conditions. It's a physical game. It's cold. It's a mind game. That's what Tyron Matthews says. Not entirely, but the New Orleans Saints coach Dennis Allen did his best to downplay the elements like he downplays everything. Downplays quarterback uh, changes. Downplays uh, a funky offense downplays uh, the fact that uh, he doesn't chastise players when they screw up, downplays everything. That's what his name is. If he was a super villain, he couldn't be a superhero. But if he was, a, uh, he probably would, you know, if he has superpowers, his ability would be the, the ability to downplay everything. Oh, that big old hurricane over there, that ain't nothing. That's just a a, a, a thunderstorm. Oh, this, the, <laughs> he got the ability to downplay everything. But anyway, it's going to be cold, man, and uh, that's what it is, shaking on that side, man, and it won't be looking good. Let's take a look at some of the individual numbers, family, as we get going in the matchup. Of course, this is what it looks like. We know what Andy Dalton's numbers are on the season, 211 for 316, 2,400-plus yards, 17 touchdowns against seven interceptions. And Jacoby Brissett is the top guy, even though Deshaun Watson is back and Deshaun's been back there for three games and he's two and one and his rhythm is starting to get together. You anticipate him to kind of have some rough patches and he looked, you know, rough early on. His passes are sailing. He's not as accurate because he's rusty as hell, but this is the fourth game that he's been back. So he's been back, which with the saints game is going to be a month worth of games. So this is usually when you would see a guy would catch a, you know, catch a field, catch a rhythm in the matchup and in kind of take off. Hopefully that's not the case, but we shall see. Elvin Kamara, 164 carries uh, at two six for 641 yards and one touchdown, one rushing touchdown on the year for Elvin Kamara so far. That is so amazing that he has only one rushing touchdown on the year. 
Uh, Nick Chubb, who is their running back, has no problem running the ball. 252 carries. The guy has almost 100 more carries than Elvin. He has 12, almost double the yardage. As a matter of fact, double the yardage Elvin has rushing. 12.52, and he has 12 touchdowns. He can spare some Nelvin Kamala. This is one of the top backs in the NFL. He averages five yards per rush, and this is like one of those situations where you think about the elements. You also think about the fact that the Saints are dealing with a running back that's one of the NFL's best running backs. He's a difficult back to stop. You think about what the Saints just got rid of, just dealing with, with Tyler Algieri allowing him to rush over six yards per carry against the Falcons, and they could not stop him. Could you imagine? That guy's a freaking fracking rookie. That guy's a rookie, and the Saints let him pile on six-plus yards. I think it was more than that. It was close to like eight yards, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, I'm going to be conservative, say six yards. That's still ridiculous. But six yards per carry he had against the Saints last week in the Atlanta matchup. But here come a bona fide Hell of a top five back in the NFL named Nick Chubb. His name of his game is power. So it's the Saints going to have to tighten up defensively because that's what it's going to come down to. They can't have these games where they're missing tackles like they were against Tyler Algieri and several other unknown running backs during the season. They just haven't been any good. And once again, downplay, uh, you know, which is Dennis Allen's uh, super villain name, downplay. That that's his nickname. That's his new nickname. Old downplay. Downplays that too. The fact that the Saints should have added uh, interior presence, maybe a veteran nose tackle at the vet minimum, could have brought him in. We signed a special teams linebacker for what? We could use some help at the entire inside of the uh, defensive line there. Maybe a big heavy nose tackle, perhaps to help stop the run. Oh, you don't need that, Q. We'll be all right. With three games remaining in the season, we keep giving up chunk yardage to unknown backs and rookie backs. You know, old down play strikes again. Anyway, Chris Olave, 63 catches for 943 touchdowns. He is out of this game. So the Saints going to have to find passing. And really, with the kind of conditions that is missing Chris Olave for this game, you know, you might, and most times you say, yeah, that would be big. But the fact that we know the Saints are not going to run you know, throw the ball a lot in those type of conditions because we know they're not used to playing in those type of conditions where you see snow all over the ground, frigid conditions. They're not used to that, you know, as a team. Now, you had college players that played in them kind of them kind of conditions. But when you are a dome team and you mostly in the south and when you have to go up north late in the year to play, say, a Cleveland or a Philadelphia, you're going to have problems. Because those teams know how to deal with that. All right. And then, of course, Cooper, who former Cowboy, has 67 catches for 932 and seven touchdowns. He needs about 70-something, a little less than 70 yards, 68 yards to get at that. Uh, they reach that 1,000-yard receiving plateau for Cooper. So Deshaun Watson is here. And this is the crazy part. And I get to that. I'll go over their roster with you. But. As you can see, we went over the injury report already for the black and gold. And then here go the statistics right here. And this is, let me give you more of the clear statistics because these statistics come with the rankings with them. Now, the Saints right now uh, averaging 20.4 points per contest. That's good for 22nd in the NFL. The Cleveland Browns, just a couple of, uh, what, 
points more at 22.4. That's good for 13. So they're top 15 in scoring. And the Saints give up 22 and a half per game. So they score 20.4 and give up 22 and a half, which explains why you're a sub 500 team. The Browns defense gives up 23.3. They're also sub five. They're one game better, though. 23.3, that's good for 20th in the NFL. Total yards per contest, Saints average almost 360 a game. That's good for 16th. The Browns at 375, almost 376, which is top 10, number eight to be precise. Then you look, of course, at the passing yards per game. Saints 248.4, and that's total yards per game, which is what I gave you. This is passing yards per game. It's 248.4, good for 12th. The Browns are 26, uh, 226.9, might as well say 227, good for 21. They rush at that thing. They're a top five rushing attack. They averaged uh, 149 yards per contest. That's good for fifth in the NFL. The Saints are 11.3, 111.3 for 21. If you look at the defensive side of things, passing yards against what they're giving up, 195. 07 good for seven 209.36 good for 12 rushing attack is where it kills the saints saints surrendering 100 and this is outright ridiculous the saints are from a secondary standpoint family look at that numbers the secondary standpoint the numbers right here 19507 that's seven passing yards against a game which is tied to the secondary throwing the ball against the saints defense not bad it's top 10 what really falls off the cart is when you go to the rushing side of things the rushing side of things, the Saints are all awful running stuff. Until they went, they went from one of the best to one of the worst in the same season. And Dennis Allen, that's supposed to be his 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 uh, sticking point. One thirty two point fifty seven yards per game. That's twenty third for the Saints in the NFL of thirty two teams, twenty five. And of course, the Browns are not better at one thirty three oh seven sacks. The Saints are tenth in the NFL with thirty eight sacks. The Browns are twenty first with 30 interception saints are dead last with only three interceptions on a year so far. And that's something that I never thought I would see. The saints only have three picks on the season. That is absolutely amazing to me. The Browns have seven and that's good for 26 in the NFL time of possession. The saints are 28th with 29 one. The Browns are second in holding the ball, which is a good thing to remember too because they're second in NFL because they average, they hold the ball at almost 33 minutes a game in a 60-minute contest. That's not good for the Saints, and the reason why that's so high is because of Nick Chubb and the running game. Not only Nick Chubb, but they also have Hunt. They also have Dearness in there too. So they have running backs that the Browns use uh, to run on you, and they just galvanize and eat up clock on you. They're second in the NFL in time of possession, Saints to 28th. That's big, especially in a snow game or a cold game when the rushing attack will be heavily relied upon and the Saints are not good at stopping a run and the Browns are good at running the ball. So that's not good. Let's carry on. We look at the recent matchups. The Browns over the last three games are are two and one with Deshaun Watson returning to the starting quarterback position. Like I said, he's in his fourth. This will be his fourth contest. The Saints are one and two in the last three matchups. Can the Saints get back-to-back wins in this situation is yet to be determined. Uh, like I said, right now, as you can see to the right, the NFC South standings, the Bucks are six and eight. Another loss by the Bucs. Uh, they need to lose the next, eh, well, if they 
you know, well, I'm not going to keep saying, you know, this kind of, because at the end of the day, it all depends, you know, because the Saints have to go up there and they have to run the ball, you know, and it's, uh, they got to run the ball against this Cleveland Brown team and the defense. It's not all that and stopping the run, but at the same time, the Saints going to have to mix up a little pass in there. You know, they might not throw it a lot, but they're going to have to throw it at some times when they get the opportunity to get it down the field. So they'll have to be, be prepared for this weather matchup against the Browns going there. And then, of course, they have another really tough weather matchup against the Eagles next week. So they'll have a little bit more time on it to get ready for that one. Okay. All right. So anyway, let's keep it going, man, as we have to check it on my Pelicans right now. They're up 26 to 14 on the Browns. Zion Williamson is out. Jackson Hayes is in the game right now with them getting <laughs> Jackson got four rebounds right now. Valachunas, he got one rebound. So Jackson's in there. Jackson began a lot of slack from the who that from the uh, Pelican Nation. All right. So let's move on, fam. Let's jump into it. Now that we got the statistics out of the way, let's take a look at what the Browns are and what they do. Now, right now, this is the Browns club. Let me see if I can get a little bigger. There you go. All right, so this is the Browns uh, depth chart right here. As I said, Deshaun Watson is the guy that sits on top of the team. He's the guy they spent all that money for. As you can see, right now, his numbers ain't all that great through three games, 568 yards, two touchdowns, two INTs, and a rating of 44.6 is what you expect from a, a quarterback that spent the most of the season out. He comes back in there. This is his fourth game, even though he didn't look all that good against competition over the last three games. The fourth game against the Saints, this could prove to be something. We know Deshaun Watson is a quarterback that is a mobile quarterback, and those are the type of guys that give the Saints problems. Mobile quarterbacks that create outside of the pocket. The Saints simply don't have the, I don't know what it is, the intelligence or the, I, I don't know what it is to stop what's going on, the scheme or whatever. I don't know what it is, but they don't have it to stop the mobile quarterback creating on the outside of the pocket. Guys have done it to the Saints all season long, and they hadn't really had an answer for that. So Deshaun Watson is in and hurts hurt is out. So we don't know. We don't worry about Philly later, but we don't know. You know, uh, I, I expect Deshaun Watson to use his feet a little bit in this game and. Hopefully the Saints can get to him and knock him around and kind of keep him discombobulated, keep him inconsistent. But these type of quarterbacks, we always tend to struggle against. Nick Chubb is the guy you really need to focus on. Nick Chubb, you've got to stop this brother here. You've got to stop him. You've got to stop him. This is this is mission number one if you're the New Orleans Saints is you have to stop this man. You can't let this man beat you. It's over with. You can't let that happen. Like I called out his number, he's averaging five, averaging five yards per game, 12 touchdowns, rushing touchdowns on the season. That's third for the third in the NFL. Over 1,200 yards, that's third in the NFL. The carries, the attempts, is 252. That's fourth in the NFL. So you're looking at a guy that's top five in three of the you know top statistical categories when you're talking about uh, running the football he's a top five back he's one of the top five best in the league you have to stop this guy because the browns will use nick chubb in the matchup and they're going to try to drive offense through nick chubb you can't let that happen and even though it'll be difficult because the saints have allowed running backs to run on them uh that are rookies that are unknown running backs i mean you name it the saints defense has have not been good at stopping the run especially up the middle and dennis allen 
old downplay does nothing about it does nothing doesn't bring in anybody else doesn't sign anybody doesn't bring a rookie off the practice squad just to throw him in there to change something up he don't change up nothing he just keeps doing the same thing over and over again and that is the maddening part about old downplay so can the saints beat up interior defensive line stop a top five running back like nick chubb because it all starts with nick chubb you have to stop him priority number one to win this matchup you must stop nick chubb now that's just words you have to actually go out there and stop him in 10 degree weather with snow falling and 50 mile per hour gusts off of lake erie cold as a sun gun like playing it's like playing football in the ice freezer somewhere and you're going to have to get out there in all that frigid weather and stop Nick Chubb from running the ball. <laughs> you're going to earn your money, New Orleans Saints defense, against this one. But Nick Chubb, is that's the guy you got to stop. It's start. You can't let him carry no five yards per game on you. That's going to be difficult. And the problem is, if he gets tired, they run this gentleman out here. This is Kareem Hunt, another very good running back. So they got two good backs and even a third one if they need to to run these type of guys. Now, Kareem Hunt, another really, another fantastic running back who has some power as well. He averages over four yards per carry, but if the Browns feel that they need to mix Kareem Hunt in there, they can do that too and combo those guys against the Saints defensive line. You're talking about disaster. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So Nick Chubb is priority number one. They have Amari Cooper, the former uh, Dallas Cowboy there. Like I see, he's their top wide receiver over 60, but 67 uh, catches, almost 1,000 yards, receiving yards. Donovan People Jones, he's a former uh, wide receiver from Michigan. That came on with him, a six-round draft choice that kind of stepped up there and got in there, and he's done doing well for them. He has 57 catches. He averages 14 yards per catch. So the ball goes, it finds peoples. And like I said, he has 57 catches. And you look at Amari Cooper, he has 67 catches. So you can see that the top wide receivers are utilized in the Cleveland Browns attack. Now, like I said, against in the weather game, 
what is supposed to be snow on the ground. We'll see how that all impacts. But at some point, they're going to throw the ball. You just can't run it all day. Sooner or later, you're going to have to throw it. David Bell is another wide receiver the team has, a guy with some speed. He's a third-round pickup for this club uh, from Purdue, 23 catches for him, averages just over eight and a half, not to worry about nothing him. David Njoku, the big tight end for them, uh, 51 grabs, three touchdowns, average 11 uh, yards per catch. And David Njoku is another athletic blocking tight end that Deshaun Watson can check down to uh, in this matchup. So the Browns and Kevin Stefanski, who's the head coach, they have some good weapons here. They have some weapons. They got some decent playmakers and the Browns attack. So, you know, you look at Deshaun Watson have to get on code with the rest of his players and not make any mistakes, not throw the ball. He looks a little rusty and, and, but they were still able to win two of the three games that he participated in. In the fourth game, does he get on code with the rest of these guys and play? Because they have a nice, they have some weapons there in Cleveland. And of course, you go to the offensive line, uh, Jedrick Willis Jr. there. You got uh, Joel uh, but, uh, Batonio is there. Uh, and Ethan Posick, who's a former LSU Tiger, is out. So they'll have another guy in there. Wyatt Teller and Jack Conklin is another uh, one of the top offensive linemen they got. So, um, you got the offensive line is good enough to produce Nick Chubb. So Nick Chubb runs hard and the offensive line has done a pretty decent job of helping them uh, run the football. As you can see, they're a top five unit rushing using the rushing attack. And I think uh, Deshaun Watson, even though he gets in there and he's slowing them down a bit, we know that they had um, Jacoby Brissett in there who has pretty decent numbers. But of course, we knew they gave up every, everything they gave up to get Deshaun Watson. At some point, they were going to throw him in there. And really, the Browns know that their season is basically over with, but they're playing uh, for 2023. So they know they'll have a full cupboard. So if you can keep guys like Amari Cooper and People Jones and uh, Njoku and Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt together and help fortify the offensive line in the future, the Browns could be some a player you know, in that, in that division. You go to the defense. Speaking about players in division, we got Miles Garrett there. You know, Miles Garrett is a beast. Miles Garrett is uh, a guy coming in here. He has 13 and a half sacks on the season. Uh, he's phenomenal. He is uh, he's everything for this club. He's he's dangerous, man. He's third in the NFL in sacks, 13 and a half. And he's a problem. So you're going to have to keep an eye on Mr. Miles Garrett uh, coming through that knocking uh, Andy Dalton on his tail, uh, getting in there, causing problems with the uh, – with the Saints rushing attack, all that has to be factored in as we watch out for guys like Miles Garrett. Jordan Elliott's on the inside with Taven Bryant. Jadavion Clowney is out of this game. So Clowney, who was a guy that signed up there, he just two sacks for Clowney, ain't nothing shaking with him. He'll be out and they'll replace him with probably Alex Wright or one of those guys. And then you look at, you go to the second level, Red, Reggie Ragland, Deion Jones. Remember, Deion Jones is the former Atlanta Falcon who this team traded for. Uh, and he went up there and he has, what, 32 uh, tackles uh, tackles on the season thus far, two and a half sacks, and trying to reestablish himself in the Cleveland Browns uh, facility. So you got a guy with the speed of Deion Jones who's healthy, and this is a problem because Deion Jones is a guy that covers a lot of field. So And he's also a guy that can, you know, get sideline to sideline uh, for you very well in regular conditions. In the snow, we'll see how they function, but – they have players. Now, they're not fully complete defensively speaking, but they have players. You got Tony uh, Fields the second, and then you get to that secondary 
with Denzel Ward, which is probably their best uh, defensive player, their, their best uh, secondary player in Denzel Ward, two picks on the season for him at 39 tackles. He's a guy that they really like a lot. They give him a lot of accolades. One of my favorite LSU players, former LSU players, Grant Delpit, is out there playing for him. We know John Johnson III is also dealing with some injury. We don't, uh, but I think he will see if he'll be good to go and they'll have a complete secondary. And Greg Newsom, the second, is their other guy. So, and they're saying that he's deemed questionable. So we don't know if he'll be good to go in there. The secondary member is Newsom here. So uh, it's going to be intriguing to see exactly what happens with this team against the Browns. But the Browns' defense is not all that. The Brown, really, they aren't. They're, they aren't all that. And the Saints, it depends on the Saints' mentality and mindset. It's so hard uh, to gauge this team. It really is, man. Look at Cade York. Shout out to Cade York, former LSU uh, kicker Cade York. Uh, right now, uh, not too good on the field goal, 73.3%. <laughs> you got to clean that up. But this, uh, he's a, he was a hell of a kicker for LSU, man, Cade York. But uh, he ain't doing too good for the Browns, man. But anyway, this is what we're looking at against the Cleveland Browns. And the keys to victory, man, um, for the Saints, is you got number one, you got to stop Nick Chubb in the in the Cleveland Browns rushing attack. Because Dearness uh, Johnson also will get in there and beat you up. So Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, if they, you know, it's going to be more Chubb than Hunt. But at the end of the day, you've got to stop Nick Chubb. That's priority number one for the Saints. Now, do we do that? That's up to you to decide. I'm just giving you the game plan from my perspective, knowing how these guys activate and how football goes, with what we need to do to have some success. Number one is we got to stop Nick Chubb. Can't let Nick Chubb average five yards per rush on us. That's a no-no. That is a big time no-no. Can't let that happen. And of course, after that, then you, you say, okay, well, can we, if we stop Nick Chubb, what does that mean? Well, you will want to put the pressure on Deshaun Watson because number one, Deshaun Watson is back for his fourth game. He's still not all there. He's still trying to figure out Kevin Stefanski and the Cleveland Browns offense. So he's still having his little moments where he's trying to figure it out. But the fourth game, usually the light comes on with what you want him to do and stuff starts happening. So the Saints will have to get to him. They're going to have to kind of neutralize him from moving outside of the pocket and creating plays outside of the pocket because they have playmakers. Amari Cooper's there in Joku. I talked about these guys. They have some playmakers. And Nick Chubb catches the ball out the backfield too. Kareem Hunt does it out the backfield too. So the team will have to do um, a job of stopping Nick Chubb and the Cleveland Browns uh, offense from operating. That's number one we, we got to do from a defensive standpoint because it's really about the Saints defense against the Browns offense. It's not the Saints offense. That's secondary. The Saints defense has to have that type of mindset to shut the Cleveland Browns down. Now, outside of that, if you go to the Saints side of things, look, the Saints offense is in trouble. I mean, if you look at what they're going, you know, once again, um, we're going into a game where we're going to need our rushing attack. Now, the Saints have Kamara. They have David Johnson who fumbled the ball. Hopefully he holds on to the ball. And in the back that they signed uh, last week, Enu Benjamin active for this game because Dwayne Washington and the rest are out of this contest. So they'll have to use him. The Saints will be without Chris Olave, their best wide receiver of the season. You, they will be without Jarvis Landry, who's really been up and down and all around Jarvis Landry, really has been noticeably absent in these games, even when he was healthy. So he's placed on the IR. His season is over with. So the Saints will have to generate 
something. So Rashid Shahid will be the guy that's the deep threat. Well, who do you pair him with? Well, that's Marquez Callaway, who's been having a real solid season. How about Traquan Smith, who's ha- who's always have silent seasons? And of course, they did activate Kirk Merritt to come on and play. So that's Callaway, Shahid, Traquan Smith, and Kirk Merritt are the four wide receivers we anticipate going into the game. Now, Keith Kirkwood is on the practice squad, but it appears the Saints will rock with these guys. And of course, the Saints could move Taysom Hill in a position where he can act as a wide receiver at some times if they need be, but they more than likely will probably go with these four. So noticeably Andy Dalton's top player he likes to go to and Chris Olave is not there. Neither is Jarvis Landry, but Rashid Shahid is a guy that had been having some familiarity. He's been having some synergy and chemistry in the saints offense as despondent as it is, but they're going to need another compliment player to at least play to step up and handle the business. Marquez Calloway in the recent, in the past has been a solid guy to go to. Not so much. He hasn't been uh, fully, he hasn't been in these games like you would want him to see him because you see guys like Rashid Shahid step ahead of him because of the speed dynamic. So does Callaway find himself in this game against the Browns with his blocking and making the difficult catches in the cold and this sort of stuff? The rhythm of the Saints offense against the Browns defense, getting the ball out fast because you know Garrett's coming. And of course, we know that the Browns are going to do what most teams do because most of the teams show uh show the nfl how to defeat the saints and that is by you know mucking up the box uh, and forcing andy dalton to throw the ball to beat you and if if andy can't do that the saints offense is going to struggle and they'll mix in Taysom and all this kind of stuff but at the same time the browns main focus is to stop the saints from running the ball with elvin kamara and if and then force andy dalton to throw him and that's what a lot of teams do especially a lot of these teams in the AFC that know about who Andy Dalton is. And like I said, they're going to just go look at the tape of Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh tape, the Cincinnati tape, and they're going to look at the Baltimore tape. And they'll do, they've all basically done the same thing because all these teams know who Andy Dalton is. They all know who he is. The coaches do in any way they know how to defeat and beat him, take his running game away and pressure him and he'll make mistakes. So hopefully, that he doesn't, the Saints doesn't turn the ball over in this matchup. Hopefully, the Saints don't fumble the ball. Hopefully, the Saints don't throw interceptions in this matchup. Hopefully, we can run the ball, and that's the big key to it. The passing attack is not going to win it for you. You're going to have to run it. Now, I'm just giving the game, and whether they do it or not, that's 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 a whole nother whole nother story. But right now, it's going to be difficult for the Saints passing attacks because some of their more impressive players are not simply not there, which require Callaway, Traquan Smith, and the rest, Rashid Shahid. They'll have to elevate their play in, in, in the interim. Jawan Johnson at the tight end position has done really well uh, last week. The Saints going to need his blocking and his leak-out ability. Andy Dalton seems to have a camaraderie with Jawan Johnson, his tight end. That's a positive. But the really negative of the Saints offense is not so much the wide receivers like Chris Olave being out, Jarvis Landry going on IR. It's the Saints offensive line because last week the Saints offensive line were all healthy. They had all five starters out there for the first time in a while, and they were able to get a 91-yard rushing performance to Elvin Kamara. That helped him out. Well, now that Cesar Ruiz is out, he went on the IR middle of the week. He's done <clears throat> with, with a less frank injury 
And then you have Andrews Pete that's questionable. He didn't play or practice today. So his situation is questionable. So what does it look like, you know, going into this thing? And even with Ruiz out, Kelvin Throckmorton, as you can see in his depth chart, is already penciled in to come in and play for him. So, you know, can Kelvin Throckmorton step up? Kelvin Throckmorton has been a massive, I mean massive because his size, a massive disappointment. He's six foot seven, 300-something pounds, and it's like a vending machine put on, on skates. You know, you just push him around any way you want him to go, and he's not dominant. You think a guy as massive as that would be a dominant force, and he simply isn't. He's been a disappointment in my book. But is this the situation where if Pete can't go – do the Saints do something else? And that's stupid. I should know better because they don't do nothing different. They just keep doing the same thing. So at some point, the Saints O-line is going to have to stop having these dumb miscommunication issues. They're going to have to get on cold with each other in the snow game, and they're going to have to run and be effective running the ball. Now, with all that being said, let me flash it to, let me get to the meat and potatoes. Let me just say it like this. <clears throat> Let me just say this, and then I get up out of here So, because I, I won't go finish watching the Pelicans. They're beating the hell out of San Antonio right now without Zion and B.I. and them. Larry Nance, 43 to 26. All right, so this is my, 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 my spiel on it, family. And before I say it, please feel free, family. Hit the like button. Shout out to the fam, man. appreciate y'all being up in the stream. Uh, Debbie, Okula, Lewis, Ant-Man, Gardner, Ricky, Tasha, Levine, shout out to you, bro. Uh, brother Tay new uh, shout out to all y'all, man. I see y'all, man. Gundam, uh, brother Rose City, shout out to you. Big Smoke Dog, Willie, Molly Mall, shout out to you, bro. Tyrone, Quavadius, I see you, brand, uh, brother. DeWine, shout out to you, brother. Avis, TJ, shout out to you, man. Mont Dog, shout out to you, Rainy, and the rest of the fam. Much love to all y'all, man. I see you, Eugene, shout out, bro. What's up, Dana, Jerome, everybody. Brother Tori, I see you. All right, big up. What's up, OG? So shout out to all the fam, man. But listen, this is what I'm going to say about this whole matchup right here. Now, this is going to be difficult for the Saints to win on so many levels, you know. Shout out to my boy Randolph. What's up, bro? Irvin, I see you, bro. Shout out to you, bro. This is, this is what I'm looking at here. The Cleveland Browns, they're not they're – not, that astronomically better than us. They're one game better than us. They're six and eight club, but they are strong where we are weak from an offensive standpoint. Nick Chubb is a top five running back in the NFL. Kareem Hunt ain't no slouch. The Saints struggle against some of the rookie backs like uh, Tyler Algieri ran for him six plus yards a game last week. They couldn't stop him. He was running through the arms of Demario Davis running through their grasp. It wasn't nobody pushing them out the way, and he had lanes that he was open. They was doing a lot of holding, but on some of the plays, you go back and watch, Demario Davis missed on several rush, uh, uh, several several tackle attempts on that one scoring drive that Algier had. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, 
you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It was DeMario. The big run when he got downfield, that was DeMario blowing the tackle. And even on the touchdown run. But the reason why I bring up that, the the, the, the defense did force the, the turnover at the back end to close the game, which was a positive. The issue with the Saints in this one is the Browns have things that they do well that the Saints simply have not shown the ability to consistently stop. Number one is Nick Chubb. He's the he's the most dangerous thing they got. And the 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 Browns run the ball, they move the ball, their offense through their rushing attack. That's 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 simple. The Saints have no no chance if they can't stop Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt or whoever running that football. They have no chance, zero chance. And like I showed you, statistically, the Browns are second in the NFL in time of possession. Why? Because they hold on to the ball because of the running attack. They swallow the, the clock and they hold the ball from you, which means that put pressure on the Saints' despondent, inconsistent offense to make whatever plays they have count. So you get you so you don't you're not gonna have that many drops. Then also factor in the environmental conditions of what's gonna be going on. You got 45 to 50 mile per hour gusts that's gonna be going on over that field at that time. You think you're gonna be throwing the ball that much? Mm-mm. So the Browns are a team that's made for cold weather, is what I'm saying. They're a team that's made for cold weather. They have the rushing attack to do it. And the second thing is, even though Deshaun Watson is not in his element yet, he still is a quarterback that ha- that is in the mold of the type of quarterbacks that give the Saints defense problems. He's a mobile quarterback that is good at, ex- at improvision, at extending the play. And the Saints have a raggedy time in stopping that type of passer. They have one of the worst times in the world. They simply can't do it. And there's several different times this season where you've seen quarterbacks, they could not stop them. They couldn't stop them. They couldn't contain them. They'll over-pursue on them. Just all kind of unfundamental stuff. So those two things right there give me make me very leery. And I've already picked the Saints to lose this game. So I'm not going to say they win this game. Because I have zero less than zero faith in Dennis Allen. I don't think the Saints win this matchup against the Browns because I don't think they can stop Nick Chubb. I'm going to be honest with you. And then you add the fact that the, the Saints 
don't have some of their best, what, Chris Olave uh, there. Now they do have Jawan Johnson. But the Browns are going to force the Saints to pass the ball to beat them. And if the Saints can't run the ball, the Saints will lose this game. They can't pass themselves into uh, a win over the Browns. It won't happen. Not saying the Browns have the best defense in the world because they don't. They give up 356 yards per contest, 133 on the ground, and 222.6 through the air. So that's not the point. The point is that the Browns are going to come into this matchup. They're going to clog up the, the, the defensive line. They're going to smother, try to smother Elvin Kamara and force the Saints passing attack to beat them just like everybody else do. If the Saints are going to have success against the Cleveland Browns, they're going to have to run the ball, which means they're going to have to dominate the line of scrimmage or from an offensive standpoint. They're going to have to dominate from an offensive standpoint and control the clock. Now, can the Saints, which are ranked in the 20s in clock control, Versus the Browns, who are top three team in the NFL in dominating, controlling the clock. Can the Saints flip that in an environment where the Browns are used to playing and the Saints have not or not? These are all very interesting things that happen. I'm looking at the game time weather, 10 degrees. 10 degrees. And wind chill will push it below 10. So at the end of the day, I don't think this is going to be a win because the Saints, another thing that hurt, it throws at me is the fact the Saints have never, under the Dennis Allen era, or era, time or whatever, I don't want it to be an era, but they have not won back-to-back games. And we talking about, let, let me just spring, I ain't trying to kill your hopes for those who say we're going to get to the playoffs. I ain't trying to wake you up. You know, because obviously you sleep and somebody knocked you to sleep. But the reality is the Saints have all of these issues against them. And I'm not saying they can't surmount them, but we talking about a team led by Dennis Allen who can't seem to galvanize. Even when he was in a locker room talking to those guys, did you see their faces? Did they seem buck? Did they seem like they were into what he was saying? No, they're not. You can read the room. I could read the room really well. I could read the room really well. And I'm looking at faces and body language. And none of it, it was not, they wasn't none of that being absorbed by them. That team is, is, that guy is not a leader. He's not a guy that knows what he's doing. And it shows he can't captivate those guys' minds and inspire them to win. Even when, if he, if he had the last two games we had prior to the one we had against Atlanta would have been wins because they were definitely possible. Your offense go two touchdowns, you win. You know, if the defense had, well, the reality is, in the day, I don't think it's a win. I think the Saints lose against the Browns because all the aforementioned things, all of the weakness that the strengths that they have that are good, the running attack and the mobile quarterback that extends plays that gets away from the Saints. Uh, the Saints will get back there, and the guy, and like Cam had the guy last week, Ritter, and then the Ritter just slips through his hands. I'm like, how many times people put put in the chat, how many put one in the chat for how many times y'all seen? Uh, the Saints defense get back that the Desmond Ritter, and all of a sudden Ritter looks like he's t- he's sacked, and then he all of a sudden he start running around. I'm like, huh? <laughs> How did he do that? It was like three times he did that. I was like, what? So what I'm saying is, I'm not saying they have zero chance. They got one percent chances. What they got? The Browns ain't a dominant team, but I'm talking about a Dennis Allen led Saints team getting a back to back win against uh, uh against the Cleveland Brown team and they needs these wins. Are they desperate enough to go and get it? 
They haven't shown me desperation all damn season long is what I'm saying. They don't appear to me to be a desperate team. Do they? They're not doing the things that desperate teams do. I'm sorry. They're not. They don't appear desperate. They don't. They they are. They appear like a team that just you know getting a check and just want to get the season over with. That's what the that's what the Saints look like, and that's what their play signifies. That's where they, what that's why they're five and nine. And by the way, one another interesting fact for the rest of the family members uh to to chew on is the fact that the Saints are a miserable, stinking, awful one and five on the road. So chew on that, why don't you? That's one of those facts they tell you to chew on. The Saints are one in five on the road. So would I be happy if the Saints won? Yeah, I'd be happy if the Saints won. But will they win, in my opinion? I don't think so. I don't think the Saints beat the Browns. I don't think the Saints will be able to stop the run, and I don't think the Saints will be able to run. Those are the two things that you need to do to have success about uh, against the Cleveland Browns. You got to stop a top-five running team with Nick, led by Nick Chubb from running the ball, and then you got to have the Saints to run the ball against them, which they probably can do based on if the offensive line comes to play in the game. Is is your offensive line ready to play against Cleveland? Are they ready? I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you that because this team is so up and down. It's ridiculous. I can't get a bead on them. Usually I can get a bead on them. Usually I can get a bead on them, and I can tell you, hey, man, this team is going to be all right, yada, yada. I can't get a bead on them. It's like they don't have a pulse. It's like they don't have a pulse. You don't know which direction they're going to go. All right, so that's my spill on it, fam. That's what I got. <clears throat> that's what I'm covering. Let me do a brief recap here. The injury report, we covered that. We talked about the injury report and went over all of the stuff that's going on for Saints that's out of the game. Alave, Landry, Dwayne Washington, Pete Werner out. We then covered the extra story that Chris Olave ruled out. And Jarvis Landry is out because uh, he is placed on the IR. He's done for the year. We also a positive story in Saints linebacker Demario Davis is uh, among the Pro Bowl honorees. And for the first time in his career, he gets that honor. It's just too bad it's in a bad season. And, of course, we preview the Saints against the Browns matchup. Browns are four and three, by the way, at home. Saints are one and five on the road. So. Uh, it just goes to show you whatever they have, they don't have it um, on the road. That's what it is. All right, so shout out to the fam, man. Appreciate y'all being up in here. Uh, 504 Coach shout out says Q, just keeping it real. And he's right. Yeah, I got to give it to you, fam. I mean, I, nobody want them to win more than I do. And I know people out there want them to lose because they want Dennis Allen to be fired. But at the end of the day, um, I got to cause it as I see it. I can't blaze, uh, blow smoke at you. And I like my thing is I got to keep it real. I keep it like I tell you, a buck 15 on. I, I don't say 100, 105, 110. I tell you a buck 15. That's what I tell you, because it is real. It is. It is what it is. I'm a who that man. And it hurt me a lot just to hear that. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. But at least we got our Pelicans <laughs> and the Pels are beating the hell out of the Spurs 58 to 41. So that's a positive. At least we got that going. But anyway, shout out to the fam, man. Uh, y'all put y'all predictions in the chat, man, on this one, man. Y'all put y'all predictions in the chat. Let me know how y'all feel about this and here and that in the third. Let me know what y'all feel about this here thing. Uh, how and, and what do you think happens against the with the Saints and the Browns in the snow up there? You know what I'm saying? All right, so with that being said, I'm going to get out on that. Listen, I appreciate y'all, man. I'm going to pop back up here on Friday, man, and holler at the family members. I might open up the phone lines. 
uh, for that matchup as well and hear from the family members. Try to cram as many people as I can in that thing. For my Patreon family members, uh, please feel free to check out the on Q with Big Q. Uh, the story behind the story, the link was posted. We had an issue with uh, YouTube. They blocked out the, the video. And then they said, I, I appealed it. And then they said, hey, you know, well, you know, we hear what you're saying, though. But, you know, you, you, we, we, we don't want them to know that. Okay, well, I'll tell you what I do. I'm just going to give them the link directly to where I'm at and just push you clean on out of the world. How you feel about that? Well, I can't stop you on that. <laughs> so the link is in there for the Patreon family members who want to watch the latest episode of On Q with Big Q, the one that they blocked. It is now available to our Patreon family members so y'all can check that out, man. So, all right. So with that being said, man, listen, I'm going to holler at y'all on the flip side of this thing, man. Much love to y'all. Y'all keep your heads up in this thing. And happy holidays to you guys, man. I know it's a it's a, a weird kind of scenario. The Saints are bad we and uh, the holidays are good. So, I mean, it's kind of a mix. But at the end of the day, happy holidays to the family members. I hope y'all having a fantastic day. And I will return, man. I'll be uh, uh, back on the Pelican Post Game Report later on the night to recap the Pels and the Spurs. And also tomorrow we'll be back and open up the phone lines for the Pels matchup as the recap after the Pistons game because they got a back-to-back. Tonight is the Spurs, tomorrow is the Pistons. And then, you know, we'll open up the phone lines. So with that being said, uh, I'll holler at y'all on the flip side. Who that to you? I'm on. I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
Check out the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop and who that is. The who that daily .com. That's right, the who that daily .com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, the who that daily .com is your site. The who that daily .com for the sport who that in all of us. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.